So we're holding in the story where it was the uh, at the Arayim Firinish bringing the, the day that they were bringing Menachem Mendel who's just finished sitting Shiva for his mother uh, they're bringing him to Cheder for the first time now the, the, so the morning after Yom Kippur earlier than usual and he, he was chazen we said and usually the Altarebbe was always particular to call a Kayan for the first Aliyah uh, but he told his Shamish to call the Altarebbe in place of a Kayan so that's where we got up to last time now the second Aliyah was given to his son-in-law Reb Shalom Shachna and the third Aliyah the Shamish was told to call up Menachem Mendel ben Harav Shalom Shachna Udvoraleya, together with the Malamid Reb Avram, right? Because you can't give a kid under Bar Mitzvah and Aliyah by themselves, so you're calling him up with his teacher. Now during the third Aliyah, everyone felt that the Alter Rebbe's reading, that they, they were able to feel like a chayas to it. And when he came to the words, this is uh, they're leaning for Zaysabracha, uh, right? That he found them faithful in the wilderness. He, sur- he surrounded them. He gave them understanding. Two years, two, two tears rolled down the Alter Rebbe's face onto the parchment of the Sefer Torah. And the Rebbe Avram related, the, the teacher, the Malamid, that he was overcome with such a sense of awe at that moment that he felt as if his legs were going to collapse. So after davening, it was time to bring the little Menachem Mendel to Cheder for the first time. So he's wrapped in a talus, as was uh, the Minog, so that he wouldn't see anything tummy. That's, that's the reason why you wrap a kid in the talus. But instead of being taken directly to Cheder, first he was carried to the outskirts of the city, where his mother was buried just a few weeks earlier, less than, less than two weeks earlier. Now, since the Rebbe and his entire family were going, so a large group of Hasidim joined in. And after walking into the cemetery, the talus that was covering Menachem Mendel was uncovered, was removed. And the Rebbe, together with young Menachem Mendel and Shalom Shachne, then went over to Rekaver. And in a loud and joyous voice, the Rebbe says, to, to, his daughter was just buried there, right? Mazatov Devorleya Basterna. Today I am introducing your son, Menachem Mendel, Ben Dvorleya, to the study of Torah. Benjim, that Kishem Shenichnas La Torah, Kain Yikonis Lechupulumaisim Tovim. Right, so usually when a kid has, when a boy has a bris, you say Kishem Shenichnas La Bris, just like he went into the bris. That's how that's, he should be brought into learning Torah, marriage, and, and doing good deeds. But now that he's being brought into Torah, so you, you, you change it around. Anyways, everyone there said, Amen. And when they get back from the cemetery, the Alter Rebbe instructed the group to go into the base Medrash. And then he turns to Rebbe Avram, the Malamid, and he tells him, start teaching my kid, Alef, my, my kid, my grandson, Alephase, from the beginning of Parshas Vayikra. 
And the whole time that this little boy is being taught the letters of Aleph base from the Teda, the Altareb is resting his head on his hands in a state of Dveikus. Right, so today our minig is already that we use the Shar blot of Tanya. The, the, the first front page of Tanya where it says Lekute Hamarim Sefer Shobainanim, right? That whole part, that, that page has all the letters of the Aleph Bays on it somewhere. Um, so like when, when I used to do it, I always made sure to use uh, uh, a Rebbe's uh, Tanya for this. It's such a special thing. Did I get to use it? Yes. Now, moving on. I got to use one. When, when the child finished... My when the child finished... Um, learning, the Rebbe gave him honey to lick, right, a cake, and a hard-boiled egg with different psukim written on it, which is all the minogam till today. And the cake was then given to everyone who was there. And young Menachem Mendel turns to his grandfather and he says, Why is the letter Aleph in Vayikra small? Smaller than the other letters, including the Aleph that's a few letters later. This is another Aleph, it's smaller than that one. And the Alter Rebbe sat for a few moments, deep in uh, concentration, and he then replied to his grandson, Adam Marishan was created by Hashem's hands. Basically the only human being to be formed by Hashem's hands. That's Adam Marishan. And he was so great that Hashem told him Allahim that Adam's intelligence, his brains, his seichel is greater than yours. And Adam correctly understood this to mean that only he and not the Malachim had the ability to know the source of life for every living thing. And that gave him a sense of pride, a little bit of gaiva. And that same gaiva caused him also to stumble and do the Aveda of the Chei Tzadas. Moshe Rabbeinu, on the other hand, the Alter Rebbe says, also knew his greatness. His neshama came from the highest level. Chachma of Atzilus, right? So Atzilus is the highest world and Chachma is the highest level in that world. And even when his neshama came down into this Gashmius world, you couldn't hide the greatness. Right? Like we know why was, what did Moshe's mother name him? Moshe, oh no. Tuvia or right? And Machlech is why? Because when he was born, the whole house lit up. It was filled with light. Yet Moshe Rabbeinu didn't give himself any credit for this. It didn't fill him with gaiva. On, the, on, the, on the, the opposite, it caused him to be extremely humble. And in his humility, he believed that if another Yid would have been given all these things, they would have done even a better job than him. And... Is that true? Yes. Oh, is that true? No. No, of course not. That's, but Moshe was so humble, that's what he thought. Now, the letters of the Aleph phase can be written in three sizes. There's large... Regular and small. In general, the title is written with regular size letters, with a few exceptions. This is to inform and inspire every person that through learning Taita, you could become a Bainini, a regular middle person. I don't want to say regular because we all know that a Bainini is a lot higher than the average person walking around. Now, because of his pride, Adam Harisha in sin, and because Moshe Rabbeinu looked at himself as unimportant, he reached the highest levels of, 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 of uh, humility, of being humble. And that's why when referring to Moshe in the Pasuk, it says, Vayikra, 
and he called. The Aleph is small. The Alter Rebbe then said a mimer the next on the on the pasuk right afterwards. The pasuk after Vikra, Adam Kiyakar Mikem, when a person wants to bring a, a carbon, and then he finished off he, the, at, at the end. He uh, requested that everyone there should uh, partake in a Suda's mitzvah. The Alter Rebbe then left the base medrash and the chassidim sat down to eat the Suda as requested. In the middle of the Suda, some Alter Chassidim instructed the three-year-old Menachem Mendel to sit on a chair that was put on top of a table. And after he was seated, they asked him to repeat some, to repeat the answers grandfather had given to his question. And in a loud, clear voice, now usually when you have, you know, imagine a three-year-old asks a question and you answer him and then you, you stand him up and you say, now tell everybody what he said. Kid's going to be so embarrassed, forget about it. He's not going to say a word. And even if he does, it's going to sound like a broken and not... He might not understand fully what, what the person said. But over here, he, the three-year-old Menachem Mendel, he gets up and in a clear, strong voice says exactly what his grandfather said. And when, the, when he finished speaking, the elder Chassid, the Reuven Sender, stood up and said, Hashem should fulfill all the brachas with which our Rebbe's benched his grandson, Menachem Mendel, Ben Dvorleo, and everyone there said, Amen. Now one night, it was uh, some days or weeks after this, um, Menachem Mendel woke up from his sleep with a, like, like just woke up and he was crying and he said, Mame, take me to you. Rebetzin Devorah Leah appeared to him and calmly said to him, no, no, my dear son, sleep comfortably. Your grandfather is here. Stay with Zaidi. And while Menachem Mendel was being raised by his grandfather after his mother's Sistalkus, her younger sister, whose name was Rachel, she basically took over like the mother details of the job. Um, until, uh, she, unfortunately, she herself passed away very young. And when the Tzemach Sadek became older, he used to say Kaddish for his aunt. Because he, he looked at her as like a mother figure. Now, as mentioned, Al-Tareb instructed that his grandson should sleep in his Yechidus room. Now, besides for the fact that he made a shvua to his daughter that he's going to uh, personally be responsible for the child's upbringing, for his education, Al-Tareb learned with him every single day over there. Now, not only was the child sleeping in his room, he also spent a considerable amount of time there during the day as well, learning, playing, and Take was not only the Alter Rebbe's room, it was their room, right? It's his room too. Menachem Mendel's room also. And when the Alter Rebbe would daven, so little Menachem Mendel would daven as well, even though he didn't know all the words, but he would, he would just copy whatever his Zaidi was doing. If his Zaidi was shuckling, he would shuckle, right? And uh, however, after some time, it wasn't enough for him. He wanted to daven the same way Zaidi does. I want my own pair of filling. So he gets two potatoes, and he asked someone to make a hole through them, and he puts a string through one, and uh, now he's able to wear tefillin just like a grown-up. When his grandfather would remove his Rashi tefillin to put on second, third, and Ralph Rebbe with four pairs of tefillin, uh, the little boy also took off his tefillin. And since davening was over, he would begin, uh, now it's time to run around and play, right? Davening's over. 
So once, uh, once the chassid noticed that his tefillin strings became caught under a leg in the table, his tefillin strings, right? The string that he had to tie to the potato. And although the Alter Rebbe was in the middle of his davening, he stops his davening to get rid of, the, to take out the string. And, and, uh, and then Menachem Mendel, right? Keeps running around playing. And to the chassidim, it was, it was an indication of the tremendous love that the Rebbe had for his daughter's son and his total devotion to raising him. Now, their relationship wasn't just about learning. In, in a very playful way, the Alter Rebbe also helped him uh, develop his thinking skills. So once he was holding on to, this is a very famous story, he has the Menachem Mendel on his lap, and the Alter Rebbe asks him, where's Eide? And the kid points to the Alter Rebbe's beard. And the Alter Rebbe says, no, that's Zaidi's beard, where's Zaidi? And he points to here, here, wherever he points, right? Points to the head, that's Zaidi's head. Points to the chest, that's Zadie's chest, right? Wherever he points to, Alter Rebbe's not, he's not answering, like, like the kid can't figure it out. This is Zadie's hand, this is Zadie's eye, this is Zadie's nose. So after being told a whole bunch of times that he's not, he's not answering the question correctly, so he seemed to give up. And he climbs down from his grandfather's lap and he went back to playing. And a few moments later, he let, the, he let a few moments you know, go by so that the Alter Rebbe should like uh, stop thinking about him for a second. And he calls out, Zadie! And the Alter Rebbe, turns to see what happened, he goes, Vas is, like, what, what do you want? And he says, oh, thus is Zaidi. I found him. <laughs> the, the following, the following, uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue uh, next time.